0: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in
1: cups A through G in bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles.
0: They sent us bras and underwear, and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable. I haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and I love it. <laughs> I was like, this came just in time. I've just been needing in time. one of these. And the robe and slippers
1: are heaven. Heaven. It's literally like heaven wrapped around my body. And your feet.
0: And my feet. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at VictoriaSecret.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee
1: and you'll feel it. Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Raff, an iHeartRadio podcast.
0: Hello, everybody. We are Scrubbing In. This is part two with Victoria Garrick-Brown. We had such a great time chit-chatting, and we wanted to extend the podcast into two episodes. So this is the second part. You just celebrated one year of marriage. Yes. How long have y'all been together total? Eight years. Okay.
2: But one year of marriage. How long have you lived together? Uh, We moved in together like when, right after the pandemic was like enough gone that people were like not sheltering at their parents and stuff anymore. Okay, So we, I think we lived together for like, we moved in together in 2021. So I think we lived together for like, no, three years, 2021, 2022, 2023. Oh, wow. Actually, I'm bad at math. The 2021 year doesn't count because that's when we moved in. So to 22 to 23. Yeah. Okay. I was
0: like, wait, I have been counting wrong my whole I'm life. I'm so
2: bad. I still like when I write, when I tip on a check, I have a little addition column. It's like, what's 25 plus?
0: Oh, I just pull out my calculator. Four. I don't even try to do real math. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you've lived together for two, let's say two and a half yeah. years. Split the difference? Yeah. Um, where was there like significant differences that you noticed after and during like during marriage year 1 not really like there's not a
2: huge difference i think at least for us because we had been living together. Uh-huh. We did not have finances merged so when we got married we merged finances so that's been a, a difference but in a really great way. We were actually reflecting on this last night at dinner. Of course I'm like so annoying. I'm like okay so we're gonna do questions what's been the most surprising thing about marriage? My friends hate when I do that. But
0: This is literally I basically feel like Tanya's here with me. I, I cannot <laughs>
2: sit at a dinner table without like questions <laughs> queuing all of us like I just sit there and I'm like should we play a game? My friends are all like no can we just be in the moment um
0: well you're also Haley Haley loves a game and a recap I love that no
2: I I literally will be at dinner with like someone I just met like bringing out the box of we're not really strangers and they're like I'm never gonna that's probably why I don't have a friend's no light no I'm kidding um so uh we were talking about this I was hesitant to merge because I love the idea of like being a successful woman Mm -hmm. and making my own money and my mom uh I don't want to say my mom didn't have a career because she's the world's best mom. So that was her career. And it's definitely a full-time job. Yes. My Yaya also stayed at home. So I'm kind of the first generation. And then my Yaya's parents immigrated from Greece. So I'm really the first, like, and I don't have a sister, the first girl in my family to like have a career and make her own money and support mm-hmm. herself. Um, Of course, I'm super blessed. And I've had many opportunities because of like what my family, the privilege I had growing right. up. Um, But I... Was hesitant because of that like I didn't want people to think oh your husband works in LA real estate So that's why you're doing this Mm -hmm. or that's why you bought that like a little part of me is like no I did it Mm because I worked hard but I actually did this fun episode of real pod where I interviewed like a very feminist thought leader on the topic. So Tori Dunlap of her first 100 K and I got her opinion of like, don't merge. It's a contract. You always want to protect yourself in any contract. Mm -hmm. Why is this different? And then I interviewed Max's brother um, because he is, he's a complete opposite. Like he's like merge team unity, like, there should be no separation. Like what's the point of getting married if you're not completely unifying mm-hmm. your lives. So, you know, I took some time to think about it and I did like, it was like my journalism degree coming out on that episode. I was like <laughs> doing a very dry drive- by <laughs> two interviews and then I compared and then I, you know, um, but I ended up merging. Uh-huh. I, I realized I wanted to do that. Um, and I've really loved it because there's no scorekeeping and mm-hmm. like when I succeed, he succeeds mm-hmm. when he succeeds, I succeed. um, And I just really do feel like we are on the same team. Like I'm constantly in it with someone. And so to your question of like, what's the difference? Mm -hmm. I think the difference is you invite all the people you care about to Mm -hmm. witness a moment that you look the person you love in the eye and say, I'm going to be with you forever. Like sickness and in health till death do us part. Mm -hmm. And like, that's my promise. And I'm not only promising it to you, but like, I at least value I'm valuing my word in front of these people. That's something to say for anyone who's experienced divorce or it hasn't worked out. Mm -hmm. Like, of course there's nuances and someone could be pretending to be someone they're not like, but I think for us, it was like, you now you leave that day and you do feel like you have this invisible string (laughs) attaching you and this other person. Like I can't just cancel. I couldn't, I couldn't just like quit all my jobs and say, I want to move abroad. Like I have to, take into account what he wants and what he needs. Uh Fortunately, I married someone who's so similar to me and we usually always want the same Mm -hmm. thing down to like dinner every night. Um, (laughs) So that's why compatibility is important. But uh, I'd say that's the biggest thing is like, I have another half like that is no secret that everyone knows about. And like, I say no secret in the sense of like, everyone came to witness. Like I said, I would prioritize his Mm -hmm. needs. So I, yeah, I think that's been the biggest thing for us. is just that like invisible sense of we're tethered.
0: I love that. I do have a question, though. Yeah. You can ask me anything. Okay. Nothing's offensive. Like, just anything. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it's offensive. If Max wasn't contributing as much financially, if you were, like, making a significant amount more, he wasn't in a job where he was making a lot of money or, like, a a comparable amount of money, do you think you would have merged? So... I say this cause I think max is fine with it. Um,
2: cause we've talked, he's talked, he talked about this on our podcast. That is the case right now. Okay. I like, he does, he does great for himself. I'm also in an incredibly lucrative business and uh-huh. fortunately having a lot of success. There's, there's a big gap and I'm, if, if we use the term breadwinner, that is me. Okay. Um, but I think if I think about role reversal, like if max had been, you know, if max, if the roles were reversed, how would I feel? If my husband was like, well, you're not worthy of being treated as an equal of me because Mm -hmm. you're not getting paid the same as me. Like, even though I know he works really hard and he goes to his Mm -hmm. job and he has this amazing career path and I know it's going to become very fruitful for him. And and then maybe I get canceled. Maybe my, my brands don't want to work with me again. And then the pendulum swings. Uh So that's the part of like having, you have to be really selfless and like any little bit of like, like when he buys me something expensive, I could for sure think like, well, you probably like, would you have been able to buy me that if we didn't merge? Like it's my money, but I don't view it as like that. Yeah, I, you really try to rid yourself of the ego and the yeah. comparison and just, and then when the time in our life comes where it will, where he's killing it and I'm struggling, that's we're we're still killing it because mm-hmm. we're in it together. So mm-hmm. that and that was a big part of the hesitation. Like I don't have him written on my company, like, because that is where I'm like, I'm like, when I, I'm like, you can see my bank accounts, I can see his bank accounts and we move them into our family Mm -hmm. checking account. Do I want to change the legal paperwork that says his name is on my company that I run my business through? No, because he's not a part of my business and I have pride in that. But the money that I make from my business is our money and the money
0: that he makes from his business is our money. I mean, I think that's, I think that's incredibly beautiful. I think when you, I think. Like choosing to move in the direction where you make that commitment to each other, I think I think that makes a lot of sense. Of like, and yeah, I, I think especially when you're on the same page. I'm curious, are, do you have an opinion on this? Easton's the only other like he's married, so
1: I, I think it's important to keep certain things separate.
2: Just for like, like my, my wife just bought this like vacation house, and she it's in her name completely. Like it's like sole and separate. We we keep making jokes about it. Like every time I like, fix a leak, it's like, hey,
0: you know this is. <laughs> I have a vested interest in this house now. Uh, But like, like, I I have no doubt that we're going to be with each other forever. But just, you know, just in case. Yeah. You know, who knows what could
1: happen?
2: I think it's, I think it's for, and I love that Easton, and I think it's whatever works for every couple. And, And I, but I will say the most important thing is that each person in the relationship maintains the ability to make money. I think where you really create risk is if one person is not making money, Mm -hmm. especially it's usually the woman. And then if something does hit the fan, she has no opportunity. She can't seek a better life. She can't take care of herself. She can't move out. So I think both people being able to make money and have something to fall back on is super important. God forbid anything happened with max tonight. I could change things. Mm -hmm. And like, I would still get all my checks that are supposed to come in and Mm -hmm. they would come to me. And Mm -hmm. he wouldn't, you know, I think, I don't think I would, want to be in a situation where I had nothing coming in and was relying on his money Mm -hmm. personally Mm -hmm. because I've seen it go really ugly for couples. But I love that you asked Easton his opinion because I do think like there I have no judgment. I'm sharing. Oh, yeah. No, I I do it. I think each person has to figure it out. But one thing I will say is when we went to when we went to our bank (laughs) and met about all this stuff, the banker was like 90 percent of the couples that we see. One or both of them have secret accounts the other doesn't know about, which was wild because he said something because it was something like if I asked a question about like my banking and the guy made made a face or an expression of like, well, this is a conversation we should have when your husband's not in the room. And I'm thinking, I don't care. Yeah, but then it, I was like, why do you, why is that supposed to be confidential? And then he, we became, we, you know, we're getting like a yeah. little, we're shooting the <laughs> with this banker a little bit. And you know, this is in like LA and he's like, well, he's like, you know, 90% of the couples we see, like someone always comes in alone to open up their secret, secret stash or something, which I just think is interesting. Like the level of, that's really interesting. Like not like distrust, but I think it's important. Like you're being a realist, right? Like yeah. anything can happen to anyone. And And that's, that's part of, you know, I I also think like when we say like in sickness and in health, like I've seen a variety of different relationships in my life and people change. People are different from, we're married at 25. Mm -hmm. People are different at 45, Mm -hmm. you know, when you lose family and when you get fired and when, like, if I did, if something terrible happened in my career and I didn't have the, you know, cup filling energy I do now from social, like, who would I be? I don't know. So Mm -hmm. yes, like you you have to be realistic, but mm-hmm. I think um, this is what allows us to feel the most synergy in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been really happy with it.
0: I love that. I, I agree though. I think it's like both people being able to come to an agreement on what, ch- whatever the choices that you make. But I also think, cause I was just having this conversation. Th- this is why I asked you about this, because I was just having this conversation, a friend, her friend is in this situation with her. Um, he's her fiance. They're not married, but she doesn't, she stays home with the kids and doesn't have, and she isn't not in a good situation and, and would like to get out, but she's staying because financial, I mean, she doesn't have anything. And so it brought up the conversation of like being able to have your own, you know, financial Uh, independence. Yes,
2: And then where does she even have the time to support herself when she's raising his kids too? That's what I'm saying. I've seen these interesting, um, in social media things about like being paid by your spouse. Like if you're staying home to, take care of the kids, like getting some sort of monthly stipend, like recognizing like, like I've just seen it. I'm bringing it up as a talking point, but like, what do you guys think of that? There's people who are contract,
0: like you sign something where you're like, Hey, I'm going to be raising our kids at home and you're, not even signing it, but let's say that like, I would sign it. Let's say someone, (laughs) let's say someone was going to make $75,000
2: in their job and they decide to stay home and raise the two kids who are under the age of three that the other partner agrees, like, you know, we'll divide 75 by 12 and each month I'm going to put that amount in your account because like, that's the, that's your payment for what you're doing. I've just seen
0: that online. 1000%. I think that like, I, I think that the fact that, that people, because sometimes it's the husband or, you know, depending on their situation, whoever's staying at home and raising kids is like, I think one of the hardest jobs anyone could do.
2: Oh, insane. They said the amount of hours you spend breastfeeding is equivalent to a full-time job
0: (laughs) or a part-time job. I forget, but like something insane. It's crazy. And like, yeah, like my sister has five kids. She just had a newborn. Yeah. And then she has four boys. So she has four boys and a newborn girl. And I'm like, that job to me and like keeping the house clean and laundry going is like totally insanity
2: the the older i get the more respect i have for that because i think especially when i was younger and you too the vibe you know there was that like those really sexist like just get in the kitchen make a sandwich yeah. like it was very derogatory towards women and like really minimizing the roles that they do to keep the house and to keep the family mm-hmm. and The older you get, you're like, that is so difficult. Like what you're doing, the amount of hours you're spending with the kids, you're doing the laundry, you're cleaning, you're cooking, you're the scheduling, you're, you're the, you're the executive assistant for, for five people. Like, you know? Um, and so I think. Once again, like whatever you want to do, like if someone told me, I just, I want to be a mother. I was put on earth to be a mother and raise my family. Good for you. And mm-hmm. if someone else is like, I don't want to have kids and I want to work and be in the business world. Good for you. I think that's where I'd like the conversation to go is whatever you mm-hmm. want to do, let's celebrate that and not judge it because we're yeah. not you
0: and make sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you're not in a sticky situation where, cause you know, yeah, people and, get stuck.
2: And I've seen that too. Just yeah. can't know where to turn. But I, I like to what restart. you said
0: about having like, if both people are, are making money and they're contributing, if whether it's a joint account or separate, whatever it is, if both people are in, in the process of attempting to make money, because I know yeah. there's hard times and people are like, you know, if they get let go or whatever, but um, yeah, I just think it's an, int- it's an interesting conversation because it's like you get, just have like the people you interviewed on your podcast gave you two separate opinions.
2: Right. And because we're getting so granular with this, I might just share one more thing. Like Max, Max gets paid into his accounts. I get paid into my, my accounts. We can see each other's accounts and then we move our money into a family account. So like, you know, God forbid something happened, like my account's not going into his wallet. Like when I get paid, you know, Uh so as much as there's transparency and we all, we have equal visibility, Uh like. It's not like when I make money from Real Pod, it goes into a place where Max can access it and spend it. Like I take it and we put it in savings and we put it yeah. in family checking and we put yeah. it in, you know,
0: for your future, yeah, your house yeah. fund, all that stuff. Are there any other things like that? You're like, is there a sense of uh, being more secure in your relationship since you got married? Like, did you ever did you ever lack security in that? And did did you notice a shift? I have
2: always felt. A lot of trust and security Mm -hmm. with Max. Um, So no, because I feel like there there wasn't a huge difference in that. I love the fact that he has a ring. (laughs) I love that. I like to look at it. He wears the ring. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, But no,
0: I've always been super grateful to feel you know really secure. Yeah, because I've had I know I know people are like I don't even like I never experience feeling insecure in that way but I did notice there was a shift when we got married that it was like all right it's the there's that commitment that's just different than anything else I will say (laughs) I
2: haven't even talked to Max about this it's not that deep but I think like the summer before our wedding I remember having like a like a few weeks or a month with like these in and out of thoughts of like wow like I'm like did I like, did I have enough fun in my life? Like, I'm going to be with one person forever. Like, but then when I explore that thought, I'm like, I don't want to be with anyone, but you, but I think definitely as you gear up for the wedding, you're mm-hmm. like, wow. Like i not that I haven't kissed anyone else for eight years, but Easton, maybe you feel this way. Like the fact that your lips won't touch another human's <laughs> lips, except for your partner's lips, no matter who it is, you're like, Whoa, like that's a commitment. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had that thought. I was like, "Oh, I wanted to see how I reacted when faced with that," and I, it was just pure and utter bliss. I was like, <laughs> "I'm so glad I know you know?
0: Right, and, and exactly like, of no. course you have those. <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, same, same, same."
2: <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, <laughs> yeah. but when you have those anxious thoughts in your mind that like tell you like. Just like the crazy things, like that you see in the movies or whatever, like you're gonna be with one person forever. Like we love the movie Four Christmases, and you know how uh, oh, yeah. it's so funny in the opening scene. They're like, "Are you guys getting married soon?" And like, "Marriage? Why would we do that? Be with one person, have all these things like hanging. That's like one of our favorite movies. Um, but when I explore the thought, the the thought further, no, there's no one else I'd rather go on a date with, mm-hmm. kiss, spend time
0: with, be intimate with. Like
2: you know, mm-hmm. it's like anything. It's change in life.
0: I think that's that to me, like, I very much feel that way with Haley where I'm like, I have, I don't, I never feel like I'm missing out on anything. And I feel like that's just the um, comfort of being with the right person. Totally. And not to say like, maybe you're with the right person. You have those thoughts. I don't know. I haven't experienced that. I don't think, but I do think that that there's like peace in that. Yes, Totally. And like safety and knowing that like it's okay if this is the only person I kiss for. Right, right, right. (laughs) Um I still do do we talk about your new podcast? Do we talk about like we have so much to talk about? I would love to, whenever fitting. But let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about all your podcasts. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs)
1: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria.
0: With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible
1: Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line up to one inch with the Invisible Lift
0: Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable. There's more to explore when it comes to body by Victoria.
1: Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44.
0: That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Be love with
1: every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings, or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora Jewelry
0: today. Find a store near you or shop online at Pandora.net. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, Tanya, you had 25 hours. What would you do with the extra hour?
1: I want to say that I would like (laughs) work out for
0: sure, go on a run, walk my dog. But
1: I think I'd probably sleep. What about you?
0: Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I might sleep too. Well, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to
1: squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority.
0: Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. One thing that has made such a big difference that I have like carved out time for is therapy. Yeah.
1: And the thing that I love about therapy is like, I think at least for me, I always thought it was my way or the highway. Mm -hmm. Like everybody thinks they know best, their idea is the best, their solution is the best. But I think therapy has been a very humbling experience for me to realize that there is no right and wrong. You can approach things in different manners. It's very true. And yeah. it's
0: helped me set boundaries, which has been a big deal for me. Yeah, for sure. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com
1: scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot
0: com slash scrubbing. All right. So, as I mentioned before Victoria got here, she has her podcast called Real Pod. I actually think you you were the first podcast I did after Haley and I went public with our relationship. I know. That was major. Thank you for trusting me. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to talk. You really have this sense where, like, I, I do feel like I talked a lot more on that than I, like anticipated when I went in but it was so comfortable <laughs> oh, and it had such a, I I got such a good response from it, people yeah. like that love you and um Aww. listen to your podcast. So um you are very known in the podcast world for Real Pod but then you have a new podcast coming out with one of your best friends. I do. This is so exciting cuz I
2: haven't talked about it. It's been a big secret. Basically, my best friend, Aubrey and I, and sh- this is so funny. She's not a content creator. She works in real estate in San Francisco. Like, She has no desire to like be in this life. But her and I read this amazing book in 2020 called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And it's actually one of Oprah's favorite books. It's an incredible book on the conscious versus the unconscious mind and really becoming aware to our ego and the voice inside of our head and kind of separating that to get more in tune with the present moment and our higher self. And Aubrey and I read this book and we'd read a chapter and then we'd call each other and talk about it. And it's a really cool thing when you're working on self growth and one of your best buds is like in it with you. Mm -hmm. And you can have those conversations that you feel like have meaning. You're not just gossiping about a friend or talking about something silly. And, um, we read like, half of it and then put it down and then decided to revisit it. But this time I was like, what if, you know, we're going to call each other and discuss it anyways. Can I just record it? And it's only going to, it's 10 chapters, 10 episodes. I'll drop it in the real pod feed. And anyone who is intrigued with this book wants to grow, you know, dive into themselves and explore their thought patterns and their, you know, emotional habits and triggers, but also have like two besties they can listen to, mm-hmm. like go through it at the same time. I would love to give that to someone. So that's what we're doing. It's not picked up by a network. It's not anything major. It's literally a passion project. And I'm really excited to see like who's interested in buying the book and reading along and listening along.
0: I love that. So is it, you're just, you're, right now you're doing this one book. That's the focus.
2: Correct. So we don't have a big plan. We're not sure like how it's going to go. And we also, I am such a perfectionist in everything that I do. And I strategize. I think about the whole thing. So to just be like, you know what? We're going to read one book. We're going to review each chapter, 10 episodes. And then we'll, we'll, we'll freaking see, like, maybe we do another book. Maybe we shift it. Who knows? But this is what we feel like really drawn to do at the moment. So it's this book and it's, 10 weeks, 10 episodes. And, um,
0: yeah, we have no idea how it'll go. (laughs) That's really cool. I want to read the. I'm going to pitch this to Tanya that we can listen. it, It is amazing. It's literally,
2: I wish I brought it with me and I could read some stuff from it, but like essentially, um, like at a high level, if I had to explain, uh, and the book is so high level that Aubrey and I will joke. We're like, you came for answers. We don't have them either. <laughs> like, we're just talking about, you know, what we thought. Um, our po- our podcast is called So Much to Say because as I was, as we were explaining the book to one of our moms, Aubrey whispered to me, I have so much to say, like about the chapter mm-hmm. being so juicy. And I was like, bam, that's it. So much to say will be our name. But to give you guys a little bit more information on what this book is about. The author of the book is uh, a renowned spiritual thought leader. He's one of Oprah's favorite people, favorite authors. He actually wrote The Power of Now, if you've ever heard about that book on presence, which is amazing as well. And um, he came across this work because he got to a place in his life where he was really depressed and he started thinking to himself, I can't live with myself anymore. And that would just repeat over and over. I can't live with myself anymore. I can't live with myself anymore. And then one day it occurred to him. There's two people in that sentence. There's the I who can't live with the me. So who am I actually? Am I the voice and the thoughts that I have or the person and the awareness behind those thoughts? And so that's what the book is about is creating that separation between you and your thoughts. And actually in one of the recent chapters I read, chapter five, about the pain body, it gives this anecdote about the, a duck and it's called the duck with a human mind. And it's this cute short story. And it basically says, if you ever see ducks in a pond fighting, you know, they get into this argu- they, they're, argument, they can't speak, they're quacking, <laughs> they're quacking away. But they're like, they look like they're getting physical with each other. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, the fight ends and they flap their wings and then like they swim off and the pond looks completely calm as if nothing ever happened there. And his point was, if the duck had a human mind, you know, the the fight would end and then the duck would swim off. Oh, that stupid duck thinks he runs this pond. I run this <laughs> pond. He was swimming too close to me. He's going to get it next time. I'm going to go to all my other ducks, what he just did to me. Like, and that's what happens to us. Yeah. And then we get trapped in this cycle of like negative thinking and negative thought patterns. And we need to be more like the ducks and just flap our wings and like move on. Mm -hmm. Like for example, it was my anniversary and I didn't get a text wishing me happy anniversary from someone I would have thought would have said happy anniversary. And so there goes my, there goes my thoughts. I can't believe this person didn't text me and a happy anniversary. That is so unthoughtful. I would have texted them. I probably would have sent them flowers out. They could even text me. Like my Mm -hmm. mind is creating this, spinning this narrative. And I took my deep breaths and I'm thinking about this book and I'm like, what do I know to be true? This person loves me, cares about me and wants the best for me. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Period. They didn't text me for my anniversary, period. Any storyline I'm adding to that is my ego, is my ego voice creating some drama because it feeds on it. And then what do you know? This morning, this person says, hey, how was your weekend? Wanted to let you guys have the day yesterday. Like, Tell me about your anniversary. You know, and I'm so glad I didn't go through this spiral yesterday yeah. and wasted 30 minutes talking to Max about this person mm-hmm. and text me and then call my mom. Can you believe and waste an hour bitching mm-hmm. because of, that's feeding that ego voice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's how you can pull this really deep, intense book and make it apply to your everyday life. And it's been Transformative for me, and I hope
0: you get it and you read along with us. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're talking to me or our listeners, both, but everyone I, like absolutely. It kind of reminds me. Have you read the Untethered Soul? Yes. Okay, so it, it's kind of that same Sorry, thought. I haven't read it, but oh. heard about it. Okay, it's kind of the same thing of like your thoughts versus truth, Like yes. versus like what's happening. Totally, because I have internal dialogue of like what I want to say, what I should say, what I'm gonna say. 24 Mm seven, every conversation I go, did I say too much? Did I, was I, did I say something rude? Like I'll probably overthink this podcast. Like for, you know, (laughs) I do the same thing.
2: That's your ego voice Yes, trying to make you feel inferior or superior. That's another misconception is ego is just, I'm better than everyone. Like I'm, I'm the greatest ego is also, Oh my gosh, I shouldn't say anything because they're going to hate the real me. Oh my God, I'm a piece of shit and I'm not worthy Uh enough to be here. All of that is like your brain trying to create A story that it can stick to, but another thing that he talks about in this book is the fact that words, like us talking right now, it's vowels a e i o u, it's Mm -hmm. consonants f g s whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, he goes, do you really think you could possibly communicate the meaning of life and your purpose on Earth with a few made-up sounds, (laughs) like? No. So his point is like, that when we sit here, like, what's my purpose? Who am I? We are trying to get an answer to something that we can't, you know, and and it's reconnecting to the breathing and just, I'm just going to be, and who I am is just the essence of me in this moment and not any other labels I attach to it or how I compare myself to others. That's your ego trying to to figure something out that it will
0: never figure out. Um, wow. (laughs) I'm excited to know <laughs> no, that is so fascinating. I mean, it's so, it's so true. Like how often we do that and how much time we spend wasting spy, spir- like spiraling and making up scenarios and like, how relationships are hindered by those thoughts. Totally. And it's one sided. Totally. Like you were having a full one sided (laughs) destruction zone. Yeah. And then the person's like, I just wanted to give you space to enjoy your weekend together. Fully, (laughs) fully.
2: And I'm so, but, and so I'm glad that I, I didn't do the destruction. I grabbed my book and I, and I remember don't add storyline. And like, it was funny how I was proved this morning, like why that was the right thing to do.
0: That's amazing
2: I love that I can, yeah I'm
0: I'm honestly gonna get the Thanks. book and I'm join excited. in for the listen in for the <laughs> recap and we
2: were joking we're like it's kind of like a tv show we're like just get through the first two episodes because three four five those are juicy like it took us a while yeah. to warm up because it is such a deep book like you're you're pouring out your ugly, like my ugly of like what I even just said, like I was bitching whatever. People might be thinking, Oh my God, this girl, like no one's supposed to like, we're putting ourselves out there to be judged. And I think it took us like the chapter one, chapter two recap to then recapping the third chapter, fourth chapter. We're really being like, Mm -hmm. you know, this is my ugly, this is my ego. And Mm -hmm. hoping that by that point, people who are that far in the book, like won't judge us. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, they're like maybe once they get to there, they're like, oh yeah, my I know my ego was doing too much work. Yeah, um, when you said you said earlier you're a perfectionist, does did that come through sports and has that always been part of your personality or was that something that came with like I feel like something changes when you go from, I wasn't a college athlete, but I was a high school athlete, but I feel like there's a huge shift when it goes from high school to college. That's just like another level of pressure. And I mean, ultimately perfectionism, because there's a lot riding on the line at that point.
2: Yes. I definitely think that, uh, college is where there was like a magnifying glass on it. And Mm -hmm. I truly felt like if I was late, up and the entire team was running and that ruined my whole Tuesday. And I let everyone down. Like certainly the stakes got to a level of high that I'd never experienced Mm -hmm. before. But growing up, I just grew up in a town where you, you just achieved, like you achieved. That was what we did. It was a very pressure cooker community. Um, I grew up privileged and at a school that was basically like, you know, could have been a, it's like an, you know, an Ivy feeder type of situation. Like you just mm-hmm. need to be a star on your sports team. And then you need to be 4.0 taking AP classes. And then you also need to be, you know, doing community work and building houses and going to the shelter. Like it was, it. I just, I just always grew up in this environment of achieve. Mm-hmm. My parents never put pressure on me to be that way and I know they would have loved me no matter what Mm -hmm. if I failed it was never like I won't receive my parents love and I know that's usually where people go with that it was truly just like I succeed and everyone here succeeds and you want to succeed the most and yeah and then I think in college I just reached like my wits end almost and then that's where I kind of broke down with anxiety Mm -hmm. and depression Mm
0: mm-hmm
1: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria.
0: With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the
1: Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line up to one inch with the Invisible
0: Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable. There's more to explore when it comes to body by Victoria.
1: Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to
0: 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Be love
1: with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings, or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora Jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at pandora.net.
0: That's when you did your TED talk mm-hmm. and that's like kind of where we sparked, like the Everything. the conversation around you and bringing awareness to the pressure. Because I felt like after I, I watched your TED talk and we had you on the podcast, I felt like all of a sudden I was hearing these stories about these college athletes and the mental health. And yeah, it's
2: a, it's a like crisis. It is definitely a crisis. And I think the most unique thing for me now is feeling so far from that girl that I was, but that gives me the hope and the inspiration to communicate that to the current athletes who might feel like this is my entire world. Like I mean, even when you think about, you know, the inf- the very unfortunate amount of suicides that occur in student athletes, the fact that where they may be thinking like this situation will determine if if my life is worth living, mm-hmm. you know, and who's to who's to say you can't be in someone's brain. And, and oftentimes when you're experiencing that sort of depression, you can't think clearly mm-hmm. being where I am now. It's like I want to show that there is so much for you beyond this game and mm-hmm. this position and this championship and This bubble that I know you're in, and you feel like everyone cares about it and everyone's watching you. Mm -hmm. But guess what? There's millions of people in China who don't know you and don't care about you. And like that could be a negative. Like, oh my God, these people don't know me. They don't care about you. Or it's like, oh my God, no one cares. Like, who gives (laughs) up? Like, you know? (laughs) And and so it's like that's, I kind of want to like shake the shoulders a little bit. And I hope now that I'm doing almost such different stuff and I'm not so tied to the sports world, I think. Current athletes are like, whoa, like what could I go on to
0: like enjoy doing Mm -hmm. or pursue with my life that isn't sports related? Yes. Yeah. I I, that's funny because anytime I would get in my head about something like I think specifically, I remember before Haley and I came out and I would think like, oh, my gosh, like I'm going to if people are like mean about it or negative or whatever there would be comfort in being like, no one cares. Like, like in my mind, I'm like, no one cares as much about this as you care about it, you know? And like, that brought me comfort because like, I guess some people would be like, oh dang, no one, no one cares. But I found comfort in like, (laughs) literally Becca, no one cares about this more than you.
2: Well, I was thinking on that note, like whenever you see some major breaking celebrity news, you're like, whoa. And you like maybe send it to a friend. You look at it and then you put your phone down and like yeah. you look around and everyone's living their life. Yeah. <laughs> Time doesn't <laughs> stop because someone got canceled or like did something. Yeah. Um, but I will say to any like athletes listening or athlete scrubbers, um, the Hidden Opponent is a charity that I founded with a community of people who are like leaning on each other and talking about these things. So I also love that that still lives on and is a place where that like even though I feel like I'm in a different place, the athletes of today who are going through whatever they're going through can have a platform to
0: share yeah. that and be heard. I mean, it's amazing. It's like you you started something, created a community. And even though maybe you are in a different place in your life, you have, you can look back on it. You have a voice now being like, hey, it gets better. This isn't yeah. how life is forever. And also there's a, a space for people who are in the thick of it. Totally. And totally in it And right I think now.
2: whenever, I think people just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that if someone is an athlete in school and they're struggling or they want to share their experience and find people who relate like we do that. Mm-hmm. Like we are happy to give you a platform and a voice because I don't know, had I not had the spontaneous opportunity of a lifetime to audition for Ted that happened to be at my school the semester, I was feeling like the stars aligned and I was ready to talk about it. I don't know what I have ever shared my story. And in, mm-hmm. in that way, mm-hmm. who knows?
0: Do you, do you feel this sense of pressure of, Uh, like needing to be vulnerable and relatable in social media like do you sometimes feel like oh I feel like I share so much like but that's kind of where like that's I think why people love you is the sense of like you talk about real things you're you're talking I mean your podcast is called real pod and you have a hashtag called real posts I mean that's like why people follow you but do you do you ever feel this sense of pressure of like I need to be vulnerable and open about this, but I'm, this is a really hard time I'm going through. Such a good
2: question. And I feel like every year I learn something new about where I stand with both being relatable and being vulnerable. I think if I start with the relatable piece, I think I've done a lot of work in recognizing my privilege and Mm -hmm. that I'm not relatable to everyone. And that has been a really hard pill for me to swallow. Just, you know, of course you want to relate to everyone and you want to think that you're just like everyone. And honestly, just even reading a new earth, like all humans are the same and we share something in Mm -hmm. some way. And that's, I think we all suffer and that's what unites Mm -hmm. us as human. But we have, I have to have the perspective to recognize the much greater suffering another person has in their body than I do Mm -hmm. in mine. So I think, you know, especially since 2020, like swallowing that pill of, I'm not relatable to everyone and acknowledging that has been a major thing. Um, it's also very difficult for me because I want everyone to like me and to see themselves in me and Mm -hmm. that's not reality. And Mm so that's something I've worked on. Um, I also think like on a personal note, allowing myself to do what I want to do and like even just posting more about fashion and my outfits Mm -hmm. and then the voice in my head being like, oh my God, all the athletes are going to be like, this girl used to be such an inspiring athlete. And now she just, all she cares about is what she wears. Like, that's what my anxious thought will say. Mm -hmm. But it's like, but this makes me happy right now. Mm -hmm. And it brings me joy. And I'm not going to be myself because I'm going to hold on to this version of me that I think other people like. So, you know, that's been my work there with the relatability piece. And then I think with the vulnerable aspect, I never have ever shared anything like the moment day it happens. I'm always like a week, two weeks mm-hmm. in it past it to be able to even formulate mm-hmm. thoughts. You don't want to share something with the world and be so fragile that when they, you know, respond or comment, hate, like you're susceptible to mm-hmm. that damage. Um, and then I think there's a piece of, especially now with where I'm at, some people don't want to be put on my Instagram they don't want to be publicized. Mm-hmm. And I might have an issue with them that I would love to share what I've learned from it, but they, that involves revealing what they're going through right. with them. So I can't do that. Yeah. Um which is a bummer, but of course I respect that. So I think you know, I'm always trying to navigate it the best that I can. I think I've been pushing myself to explain myself a little bit less. Mm-hmm. I'm the people pleaser in me manifests through explaining. Like even if we go back to being late today. I'm so sorry I'm late <laughs> like, you know, there was a I had to get gas, mm-hmm. which is true. And then I'm like, and then we couldn't find your studio. like, I'm telling you every little reason mm-hmm. of why we were late. Why am I doing that? Like, I can just say, I'm so sorry I was late, mm-hmm. period. Like, I don't need to justify or try to explain so that it hits you a little less. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I do that with my audience. Like, even going to Taylor Swift twice, I was super self-conscious. Like I said, I got invited to go two other times. I could have gone four times. Yeah, I didn't, honestly, be, the, the greater reason was because I didn't want the backlash of you went, three times. You went four times. I was already getting people being like, I can't believe you went twice. I can't even get a ticket. So I feel like in that situation, I'm like, well, I really wanted to go because I'm a big fan. So I bought my (laughs) ticket and yes, I bought my ticket and I spent a lot of money and like, yes. And then, you know what? I got invited and what am I going to say? Notice like, why am I doing that? I should just live my Mm -hmm. freaking life. And if I wanted to go four times, I could have accepted those invites. So of course I'm still trying to grow
0: I don't know. Do you feel like you have to explain yourself all the time? I do, but I'm, I feel like I'm working through not having that mentality because Tanya brought that up. She was like, are people going to be upset that we went twice? And I was like, Tanya, I can't live my life. Like we can't live our life like that. I mean, I wish that, believe me, if I could have bought a whole arena for everyone that I know to get to experience <laughs> that, I would have done it in a heartbeat. But I said yes to two invites and I was like, so excited and i got to bring because i went the second night with the brand i got to bring one of my best friends who's like the biggest swifty who didn't have a ticket so it's like yeah i could over explain myself but then it's like you you could say oh but i bought my tickets the first night and the people go well aren't you so lucky that you could afford to buy this ticket it's like you never can fully explain yourself to make everyone happy exactly
2: but then i think about too i would never ever like you know, be negative towards someone else who got to experience something with their life. So then you also have to recognize like, why am I putting value to the opinions of someone who clearly I don't like respect the way they're going about this because I would just never do this. So I'm working on explaining myself less. Like even the days I don't post as much on Instagram, I used to be like, hi, sorry, because blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no, why am I giving an explanation that I owe no one yeah. for what I decided to do with my day? So I'm working on that. It's very hard for me, but my motto is, it's okay to be misunderstood. And I keep trying to come back to that. It's okay to be misunderstood. People aren't always going to get you. They're not going to know your intentions and they're not going to like you. And that's okay. And you're not always going to get that for other people.
0: Totally. I I think about there was, I just will never forget when I was on The Bachelor, I saw this quote on, I was like probably dark and searching quotes because that's what I like to do. Find quotes that I can... (laughs) I passive aggressively put up on Instagram. (laughs) Um, But anyways, I found this quote and it was like, um, it's something like you can be the juiciest, ripest peach on the tree. And there's still someone who doesn't like peaches. And I was like, you know what? Like I could be the best version of myself. I could never make a mistake. I could be likable, funny, all the things. And there could still be someone who just doesn't like me for no reason. Wait, I love that. And I love that you love quotes. And another (laughs) one on this
2: on this is two things. One, people can only meet you as deeply as they meet themselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I love that. Yeah. It's like, it's not a reflection of you. It's it's how deeply they can meet themselves. And then the second is, most people don't even know themselves. Why does it matter what they think of you? Yeah, well... And I love that one. <laughs> well, because
0: it takes us... I've had this conversation on the podcast of like, when you go to therapy and like you start becoming aware of things that you need to work on. It is work. Like it is not like you go to therapy and all of a sudden you're fine. Like if anything, like going to therapy is like a lot of work and like self-reflection. It's not fun. It's not comfortable. And I think people think like, Oh, I go to therapy. I'm all good. But to me, I I find it to be like the most annoying thing is like when I become aware of the things that I do and my habits and whatever. And so I feel like if you get to the sense of awareness of being able to be empathetic and listen to people and see people for who they are, then you're able to understand when they're hateful or negative because they haven't done that work on themselves. And it's a lot of work. It's so much easier to focus on other people than yourself.
2: And I think I've also been taking that because it's so on point and adding the challenge of like no one can make me feel a certain way. I choose how I'm going to react. And thinking about like another quote I love is be slow to anger and abounding in Mm -hmm. kindness. And, you know, something happened the other day where honestly, I realized someone betrayed me and an an old version of me would have been like, so mad. Let's confront this. Let's make them feel bad. Let's be dramatic and say something and then Mm -hmm. ghost, whatever. And I literally just was like, be slow to anger and abounding in kindness and like never fully react until you've thought about their situation, their intentions and their perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can see why this person did this because, th- you know, they thought that this is how everyone was going to achieve happiness. And like, you know, and and then I just, I breathed through it and it didn't bother me. And I I didn't pick a fight. And I I know this thing and I never even brought it up because I feel like I did the work in my head. I don't even need to have a conversation with this person. <laughs> I did it all. <laughs> Like you know, and I was like, so to anger, and abounding kindness."
0: You pat yourself on the back. I was like, "She's a psycho." No, I'm I'm like, "What's okay?" I'm a mastermind. (laughs) Okay, we're wrapping up. What's the book of uh, that you're going to recap on? So much to say. A New Earth by Eckhart
2: Tolle, and you can purchase that wherever. And if you can't afford a copy, DM me. Okay. Okay. Love that. And then,
0: and where can they DM you?
2: Uh, at Victoria Brown on Instagram. Um... Yep, with an E at the end. And TikTok, right? <laughs> yep, everywhere is Victoria Brown. And then my podcast is called Real Pod. And that's where you can find Becca's episode if you want to rewind. I've also had Tanya. Mm-hmm. And um, So Much To Say is going to drop in there for the next 10 weeks. When, when does that officially come out? It comes out this Friday. But this Friday is an intro episode. So we're going to talk more about what we're doing. You have all the time to order, read the first chapter because next Friday will be the first breakdown. Okay,
0: so next Friday is the first recap episode. Yes. Great. So
2: I'm like not us giving everyone a signed reading and audio. August like did we not think of a better launch month it's fine
0: yeah just like the yeah they're starting school (laughs) all the parents are like great here's another book you have to read (laughs) but hopefully Um, this one is joy I'm so excited I think I think it's real I think it's going to be something that I really enjoy and I'm, I'm going to really try to be like diligent and, and stay on track with oh, y'all's podcast and yeah. FaceTime or call me whenever we can also dish on it yeah I'll just be like hey uh, so I just read that chapter <laughs> um thank you so much for filling in for Tanya and coming on the podcast in studio yeah thanks for
2: having me it's been a joy I miss Tanya but honored to you know come here
0: <laughs> I love you I love what you do and I feel honored to call you a friend so Aww, thanks, thanks for Becca, being here I
2: feel the same way Easton thank you too <laughs>
0: We love you. you. Bye. Bye. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secrets number one collection, Body by Victoria.
1: With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their
0: best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in cups A through
1: G in bands 30 to 44.
0: That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. They sent us bras and underwear and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable i haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and i love it <laughs> i was like this came just in time i've just been needing in time. one of these and the
1: robe and slippers are heaven heaven it's literally
0: like heaven wrapped around my body and your feet and my feet shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at VictoriaSecret.com.